everybody welcome back red zone dfs here talking about what is a bittersweet show uh, as it is our last real main slate for college football dfs this year hopefully everybody has had just a really awesome year hopefully this uh show has helped you guys uh win a bit of money and be profitable in dfs and DraftKings and FanDuel this this year um i know last week kind of put me over the top to have a, a profitable year taking down a gpp uh on DraftKings, which was awesome we had kind of that weird double slate um friday night was the one that i was able to ship it and um saturday ended up losing some money back so uh as it goes on dfs so hopefully uh we can have one last big bang here in college football um, and then we'll, you know, we'll try to put together some some shows for bowl games and whatnot. Obviously, for the playoff, I'll probably do something. Um, but in terms of the last like mega slate here, um, this is kind of it. So let's make it a good one. Let's make it count real quick before I jump into it. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Again, we talk about it all the time. We have the holidays coming up, everybody. I know we kind of missed the uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday uh, extravaganza, but you still can get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code ZONE20 at Manscaped. I'm telling you guys, it is the absolute best when it comes to men's grooming, uh, fragrances, lotions, you name it, they've got it. Uh, whether you want to do something nice for yourself, maybe have your wife uh, or significant other get you something for the holidays. Or if this is something you want to, you know, throw in for stocking stuffers, whatever, um, it's the perfect opportunity to do that. So again, 20% off at manscaped.com, free shipping with the promo code zone 20. Um, let's rock and roll here. So moving into championship weekend, um, I'm going to go through just some of the games that we've got here. It is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight game slate. Starting off with Kansas State at TCU, a 62 total, two and a half point favorite TCU. Then we go Toledo at I, uh, Ohio, sorry, 55 over under for some action. Coastal Carolina takes on Troy, where Troy is an eight and a half point favorite. LSU and Georgia, Georgia is a 17 and a half point favorite as it sits right now. Fresno State, Boise State, three point uh, favorite to Boise there. UCF and Tulane, Tulane's three and a half, Clemson at North Carolina. We've got a seven and a half point favorite leaning Clemson right now. And then Purdue goes to Red Hot Michigan, uh, where Michigan is a 16 and a half point favorite. So a few of the games that kind of stand out in terms of totals, uh, Clemson, North Carolina. Obviously, it's been proven um, Clemson's defense is not what it was. They are having a down season, if you couldn't tell. Um, North Carolina on the other end, their offense is as explosive as ever. And um, it's between Drake May and Caleb Williams for the early number one overall pick in 2024. So their offense is looking spicy. UCF and Tulane definitely has my interest. Uh, Fresno State, Boise. Um, I'm, you know, the LSU Georgia game, uh, we'll talk about kind of picks and pieces off of that game, but maybe not quite the right stacking opportunity just because Georgia uh, is Georgia. Coastal Carolina goes to Troy again. Coastal Carolina, they just have not been quite the same uh, in terms of explosiveness, uh, losing their quarterback earlier. Same thing with Toledo. Um, I got screwed last week playing Daquan Finn. Uh, he played about two series, couldn't move, looked terrible, finished with a negative one point, I think it was, on the slate, uh, who was in a really good spot. So that one's got a little bit – it's got my interest, but we've got some question marks there. 
And then Kansas State TCU obviously has my interest. So without further ado, let's just rock and roll and go through some of my top stacks, favorite plays of the week, and let you guys uh, do your own due diligence and kind of determine where you want to go. I think you have to start looking um, for me when you take into account price consideration this week. UCF uh, is in a really good spot. I know Tulane's defense is pretty solid, but UCF, you've got John Reese Plumley at 7,700. His weapons, Ryan O'Keefe at 6,400. Kobe Hudson, 58. And Jawan Baker at 58. Um, you could even go to RGA Harvey, which we'll talk about as well and get a little bit different there. But price considering, I think this environment stacks up to have a really good game in terms of a shootout and what we're looking for in DFS. We saw it last week, even UCF went up huge and then they gave up a ton of points and made that game very interesting. So um, their defense is not very good. I think this game has uh, some appeal for sure from a DFS perspective. So UCF is in my top five. I'm going to go to North Carolina. I'm hoping this price point kind of scares people off. I'm hoping a lot of the laymen kind of look at Clemson and kind of say, ah, I don't really want to attack Clemson. I got no problem with this at all. Uh, I think North Carolina's got nothing to lose. This is a, an opportunity for them to really put themselves on the map with Drake May heading into a huge year next year, what it looks like. Um, it could be a massive recruiting opportunity in the Carolinas, kind of the Southeast region for them um, in the ACC. So, I think North Carolina is going to come out firing. Um, I think this is a good spot. Again, um, I just don't quite know what to think of Clemson right now. Like, obviously, they're not playing for the playoff. I'm sure Dab will have these guys motivated, but they've got a lot of guys who are going to go in the draft. Like, how many of those guys are really thinking about this game and finishing strong? So I kind of like North Carolina here, to be honest with you. Um, Toledo. Uh, oh, real quick, Josh Downs, 7,600 is obviously the top target for North Carolina. You've got Antoine Green at 6,600. He is questionable. We don't know if he's going to play. If he plays, fire him up. If he's not going to play, you've got some other guys like Nesbitt and some others down lower that you could look to for North Carolina. But it's May and Downs for me. Uh, the only challenge is their price. Next up, Toledo. I kind of touched on this before. Daquan Finn has not been ruled out. He could not move last week. I cannot imagine they're going to rush him back out there again. If they do, if there's any hint that there's going to be a quarterback rotation or a hot hand or something like that, I'm probably not going to go here. I'll play the weapons, but it's just really tough uh, to predict what they're going to do. If Finn gets ruled out, Tucker Gleason becomes very interesting at 6K. Um, he's had a few really good games. He you know, led them last week. Uh, Devin Maddox at 5,400. Jerwan Newton, sorry, 5K. And Demir Blanksumi at 4,800. All these guys are cheap. Again, kind of a Maction game. We always want pieces of Maction because things get a little bit uh, wild and weird. And on a slate like this where you can kind of rule out some of these games in terms of like a major DFS stacking situation, I think this Toledo, Ohio is going to be kind of uh, playable here. So, um, if Tucker Gleason, again, is going to be the dude, uh, I'm going to have pieces. Moving on down, I like Fresno State here. Uh, maybe it's my West Coast bias coming into play. I know Boise's got a pretty good defense, but Jake Hayner at 7,200 is criminally underpriced. Jalen Moreno-Cropper at 7K and Nico Remiglio at 6,700 are all good plays, I think, this week. I think this is kind of a sneaky game that could get up and, uh, and get going a little bit. Um, Boise has found, which we'll talk about here in a second, uh, a newfound offense with Taylor Green uh, at the helm. 
Fresno State, again, is going to keep firing away. This is, you know, one of Jake Hayner's last opportunities to kind of put himself out there for scouts uh, for the NFL next year. I think him and Cropper could have a pretty solid game here. Price-wise, pretty, uh, you know, you can fit him in for sure. Um, others kind of consider, I think you got to consider Max Duggan on this slate, 8,100. 8, Kansas State is, you know, good defense, but nothing like spectacular. Um, they've got the highest total uh, or second highest total, I'm sorry, on the day. Um, it's an early morning game. I kind of like going at that because you have opportunities to pivot off if things don't go your way. But I think Duggan and Quentin Johnston at 6,500, which is, I know he's been hurt, but that's way underpriced for him. I think that becomes a very interesting stack price-wise, especially. And I think this Kansas State uh, TCU game could be the highest scoring game of the weekend for sure. So Max Duggan, 8,100 uh, is definitely in play. Same thing with the other side of that game. Will Howard at 63. <sighs> I saw the questionable tag pop up today that Adrian Martinez is going to try to play and get out there. So we're going to have to monitor monitor that. Again, if Adrian Martinez is suited up and it sounds like he's going to get some run, Will Howard obviously doesn't seem quite as appealing. But if he's going to be the guy, he's been very good since filling in. Um, I will go to him just because of a price point. And again, I think this game could shoot out. Malik Knowles at 5,400 if you're going to go there for K-State. And Cade Warner at 4,200 become interesting. Um, and then real quick, going back to TCU, Savion Williams, 4,800 has had a bigger role filling in for Quentin Johnston. Um, even if he comes back, I still think Savion Williams is going to be involved. So 4,800 for him becomes a good play. Again, I have a feeling this game is going to be pretty popular, rightfully so, TCU in Kansas State. So, um, but you have to mention it. And then I talked about him just a second ago. He's who helped me win all that money last weekend. Taylor Green for Boise State. This kid's just really freaking good. He can do it with his legs. He is finding his rhythm in terms of the passing game. You've got Latrell Caples at 5,600 and Eric McAllister even down there at 4,500 that become interesting stacking options. Or you could just play Taylor Green um, straight up. So, 6,600 for him, probably going to be my highest owned player on the weekend, just being transparent here. Um, he's just too good. Fresno State's defense doesn't scare me. Um, and he's just he's just solid. He's just really freaking good. And I think he has a high floor and even a higher ceiling. So, Taylor Green for me, uh, I love him. Uh, running backs for me, George Halani, Boise has to be in consideration. Um, I'll probably have limited exposure to him just because of the tail and green I was just talking about. Um, Deuce Vaughn at 7,200. I got to find ways to jam him in. Big game Deuce. Uh, this is a huge one. I think he shows out in a big way here. So, uh, Saya Bangura, 7,100 for Ohio. Um, with their quarterback, Rourke, going down for the season, he's taken on a bigger role and has looked fantastic. So, 7,100 for him. A little bit expensive, but he's going to have a major role for this team in, in this game. Will Shipley, 6,800. This is going to be my bring back for my North Carolina stacks. Um, I know Clemson, obviously, is going to have to try to keep up, especially if North Carolina gets going here. But Will Shipley should eat as North Carolina has a really poor defense, especially in the rushing, rushing defense side of things. Um, and Will Shipley is obviously their best player on offense. So he's going to be my bring back for those stacks. Ty J Spears, 6,700. The dude produces every single week. Same with Kendra Miller at 6,600. Um, really like both of those guys. Um, Donovan Edwards, 6,400. We saw what he did versus Ohio State last week. I'm expecting him to be massive chalk this weekend, but he's in a fantastic spot versus Purdue. 
He's going to be the full bell cow there now um, because we just got word that obviously Blake Corum is going to be out for the year and get surgery on that knee. So 6,400 price considering he's just one of the best plays on the slate. I think you just eat it and move on uh, in most instances. Kimani Vidal for Troy at 5,700. Go look at his game logs. The guy is the bell cow there for Troy. They're an eight and a half point favorite versus Coastal. I think he is a really strong play on this slate as well. RJ Harvey is going to be the guy that I side with. I just think he's a better player and more explosive, explosive sorry, than Isaiah Bowser at 5,400. And Josh Williams at 5K should receive very little ownership. That's going to be kind of my um, interesting play that I'm going to take a dart throw on him. If LSU wants to win this game, I know they're not going to be able to run between the tackles, but they also can't let Jaden Daniels just run around back there and let George T off on him. So he was out last week. He was suited up. He didn't play. Cost me, you know, uh, pretty good because I played a decent amount of him, which sucked. Um, but I, all reports are reading that he's practicing. He's good to go and rock and roll this week for the championship game. So he's kind of the heartbeat of that offense. And I think they're going to have to sustain some kind of running game versus Georgia again if they're going to hang around here. So Josh Williams at 5K, he's just going to get a good workload, I think, for his price tag. So um one-off receivers charlie jones for me um up top it's gonna be tough to kind of see how much i want to play him i mean the, the selling point for me is he is the focal point of that offense and they should be trailing in this game michigan is not an easy matchup this is not going to be something i don't expect him to blow the slate up but you know we've seen this guy have 25 30 point games uh they're trailing and he's going to have a ton of catches especially on a website like DraftKings, um, and you're getting those ppr points I could very much see like 12, 13 catches. Maybe he can eclipse the 100-yard mark and pop one in. That's a good day, obviously, for Charlie Jones. So I think people are going to see Michigan go away from that. Um, I'll gladly play a little bit of a contrarian play there. Tez Johnson, 6,300 for Troy. Good play. This game, for me, has Brock Bowers written all over it. I've talked about it all year. They use him when they need him. They don't when they don't. He is this is a big game, right? They got to win this. Well, I shouldn't say they got to win. They're probably locked in for the playoff, but Georgia wants to win this game. Brock Bowers is going to be involved at 6K. I'm going to play him. Xavier Gravett, 4,800 for Coastal. Uh, good play. He gets targets. He's going to be involved. And then Jacob Jenkins is my one kind of Hail Mary throw here. I don't love it. He only gets two, three targets a game, but I believe he has scored in five straight games. So he is absolutely their main red zone target in this offense. He's very touchdown dependent, but if they can get into the red zone, he is going to be the guy that they look to. Again, at 3,800, if he can pop one in, you're good. If he can pop two in, you are popping champagne yourself. So um, I'm going to take some shots on him there. Um that pretty much does it, guys. Hopefully, again, you guys uh, had a good year. Hopefully, um, the show, you know, um, helped you out a little bit. If, if you didn't learn anything, uh, I apologize. I'm going to try to do a little bit more in-depth stuff next year. Um, but hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you won some money. Um, and nothing else, hopefully come back for more. Uh, we'll have some NFL content coming out uh, either later this evening or tomorrow. And don't forget to hit the thumbs up and drop me a comment or subscribe to the channel. It helps us a ton, allows us to do more and more and more of this stuff, uh, which we love. So until next time, good luck. Have a great week.